Welcome back to What the Fumble. The Baltimore mine has really tested us so far, but the scariest thing I think I've seen yet is Tess and Slash actually working together. The one who really felt it, of course, was Steve. Sure, the big bad villains and noble heroes have great stories, but gotta give it up to any of you DMs out there who make the little guys as memorable as a dark lord themselves. Though seriously, fuck Carl. Well, now that the afterglow of the Golden Jubilee is fading, let's see what other twisted dwarven tricks await us in episode 51 of What the Fumble, So You Think You Can Prance. Episode one, season two of our Japanese anime, Miles. We're here. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you looking at me when you say that? Because you brought it up. You're the one who brought it up. Oh, season two, I guess. Yeah. Because I did say that the other week. You did. Yeah. Yeah. No denying it. We have it recorded, dude. Ah, God damn it. Listen, the... Uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> Immortalized as a weeb, baby. <laughs> we Only you. Yeah. No one else. Now you have to compete with Colin. And <laughs> Does that mean we need a new theme song? No. No, no. The theme song is good. That's it. Mm. I like the theme song. I also don't know enough about this subject, so I'm going to change it. Have you guys <laughs> been playing around with this this mid-journey AI thing? Have you been fucking with that? It is amazing. It is the most mind-blowing thing. I can't get enough. Can't get enough. I think I'm going to install it onto our uh, our Discord server because you can throw it in as a, like a Discord bot. Anyway, what is it? it yeah, it's, we'll elaborate. You yeah. type you type anything you want uh-huh. to this AI, okay. and then it draws it. And what? It is really fucking good at it. Like mind-blowingly, it blew my mind. I can't get enough. I, I really, I don't know enough about this to know like how long this has been available. Maybe I'm like super late to the game. I'm guessing I'm not by the flabbergasted. The, I yeah, think is you the all proper look pretty the puzzled flabbergasted looks. and yeah. puzzled. But yeah. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Write that into the AI. See what it shows. It is unbelievable. You can type it anything, and I think it like learns as it goes too, right? So like it's getting better. Although everything seems to have taken a very either cyberpunk or eldritch horror theme it's really good at drawing eldritch horrors oh well that's perfect why not both it's pretty Cyber horror it's pretty cool if you guys haven't checked that out like you should play with that all week because that's all i've been doing i'm well, imagining cthulhu but like a terminator <laughs> it can do that like type that in and you your mind will be blown by how accurate it can do that just Cthulhu with aviators. <laughs> it's insane. That just seems like Justin going, nice fire there. Would you like this barrel of gasoline? <laughs> I think there's a couple. There's a few others, other like AI programs out there that do the same thing. But I don't know. This thing is, it's crazy. I was playing some uh, Delta Green like with uh, some buddies of mine. And like I typed in, I wanted like a, a picture, a portrait from a character. Uh-huh. So I typed in 
83-year-old retired CIA agent sitting on a park bench pretending to knit. And it nailed it. Like, it (laughs) nailed it. What on earth? What's this called? Uh, So so you, you can give it, like, this very complicated situation, and it'll draw it out. It even gives you four different options. And it kind of like, which one do you like best? Then you pick one of those options and you it'll make that the one you picked even better. What the fuck? It is. It's mind-blowing. Uh, it was called, the one I've been using is called Mid-Journey. There's other ones out there. You'd have to look it up. Anyway, if you need a good time waster for the week, it's for a good week. One. Or for the rest of your life, this thing is amazing. <laughs> Strangely enough, there's a random face generator. Uh, it's It's... This person does not exist.com. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's like facial recognition software stuff. And like, my buddy who's in cognitive psych and goes through this kind of stuff, he's the one who brought it up to me. And unfortunately, none of them are wearing like robes and wizards' hats. So it doesn't quite work for this. But like, strangely thinking for a Delta Green campaign, this would be amazing for generating PCs and NPCs. Like, yeah, and the Delta Green campaigns we've used in the past, like on, on the ones we've done in the past on Roll20, I've used that website to like generate some random character portraits. But this mid-journey thing, like it's, this is a whole new level. It's a whole new level. Anyway, I could talk about this for an hour, so maybe we should play D&D. Hey! Maybe we should yeah. play D&D. Well, I got I my guess, out. but we're... But AI, man. It's amazing, Colin. It is amazing. But you know what? Fuck Spuma Vitae. We're right outside a freaking door. You certainly are. <laughs> oh, boy. The dust from the fireworks show settles down. <laughs> There's uh, polite s- applause, probably. From all, I mean, I'm politely <laughs> applauding. Ooh, ah. It was a good show. It was a good show. And here's Steve's. Dying scream slowly trickle away, and the thud as his charred body hits the ground. Hey, he could have made his save. He could have survived. No, he's definitely dead. You're very (laughs) confident of that. All right. He's very, very dead. But yeah, here you guys are, right in front of this now open secret door again. So, like, to kind of remind you, the, uh, Steve essentially set off the fireball trap. Secret door is open. The rune is visible from the little panel on the ceiling. You guys are kind of around the corner, haven't really stepped into the room yet. You just finished a big old fight with, uh, you know, our Rex Crown guards and some thugs they picked up. The best thugs. Time of day. Somewhere at this point, you know, pretty close to the equivalent of like 10, 11 o'clock at night. It's been dark outside for an hour-ish, maybe. Cool. back That back shift life, baby. <laughs> Working that back shift. So what's the plan? Well, I mean, my plan worked flawlessly, so it's up to you guys now. <laughs> we're here. The door's open. It did seem like Mommy and Daddy were, uh, were, were somehow for the first time sinking. And uh, Lenara, like, leans over to Lustra and is like, I hate to uh, fight when the stars align, but maybe we should just keep following them for the moment. Yeah, this is working fairly smooth. Two wrongs are making a right. This is a... Wow. (laughs) So let's continue on down deeper and see what's going on with the rest of this uh, mine, I guess. More diamond can't hurt. I haul out my bullseye lantern that can detect 
all that funny stuff, and uh, I, I'll go and take the lead. Oh, it's probably going to hurt so bad. It's going to hurt yeah. so good. Uh, just while we have the rune exposed, um, how high up is it? Like 10-foot ceiling, like 40-foot ceiling? Uh, yeah, no, the ceiling's not very tall at all, 10, 12 feet. Oh, yeah, yeah. dwarves, right. Um, Oof. <laughs> hey, I've established a character trait. Let's go. Uh, if I stretched my spear up above my head would i be able to like touch the rune with the point can we be out of the room while she does that uh yeah i think maybe maybe if you like hopped up how tall is tess like six feet ish uh she's like five eight yeah if you really yeah okay sure yeah i just like the rune seems to be the thing that's messing with stuff and i mean we're it's magic, and magic is usually impervious to everything, but, like, if it's just written there in magic ink, like, what if I just, like, smeared it? It might not be, it might not be effective anymore. Well, given dwarves... Do we dwarf, want to try that? Given dwarves, it might be actually etched in, too, uh, knowing them. Yeah. How about, uh, Lenara will fire off one of those detect magics from the wand, use an action to probably learn that it's evocation magic, but she will, uh, look all upon that rune and take in everything it's got for us. Uh, there's a bit of a mix, sure enough, some evocation in there, probably where the fireball came from, comes from, but it's also throwing just as much divination magic in your direction Strange. as well, if not more. Oh. Oh. Maybe it's for non-dwarves. Maybe it's it like detects who has... Like, maybe it identifies the the kind of person. Like, if you're not an employee, then... A rudimentary <laughs> key card kind of thing. Mm. If someone wants to give me an Arcana check, you might be able to determine a little bit more. Is this an anybody do it, or the best Arcanaist do it? Up to you guys. Uh, hey, Slash, Lenara, why don't you put your heads together and find this out? <laughs> yes, can I aid you, Slash, who's probably better at this than me? Perhaps only marginally, but I suppose. We Perfect. clunk our heads together. Oof. <laughs> so that's a... That, 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 that's four. <laughs> uh, four is not enough, so you guys are just left up to your... Left to your own theories, but... It aims the fireball, guess. so it knows to shoot it down and not up out of the mountain. Works for me. That's that's what the divination's for. Let's keep going. Oh, I like this. <laughs> uh, I will keep my detect magic up for the next 10 minutes, and while Lustra is whipping his uh, bullseye lantern around, I will, especially in this area, try and see if there's something to open the door on the other side. Oh, yeah, that is probably a very good idea. Yeah, coming out, we don't want that. Hey, we did it! We... Thing, we trapped the ourselves. Yeah. Sure. Let me remind you guys then what's on the other side. The secret door. Uh, on the other side is this hallway that's carved from the rock of this mountain. It's not a long hallway, uh, and its walls are lined by torch brackets again, uh, just like in the circular fireball room. Although all the brackets are empty, and at the end of the hallway is a flight of stairs that's leading down into darkness. You can see from the entrance, you can see the top stair. It looks like it's made of stone, just carved right out of the mountain by some dwarven craftsmen generations ago. 
again, they go down into the darkness for as far as you can see. And it also looks like the stairs themselves this time are only like wide enough for you guys to go down a single file. There was a fireball in a round room. Is there going to be a lightning bolt in the straight hallway? I'm not paranoid. You're paranoid. Lenar puts on rubber boots. <laughs> you have water wings, rubber boots. You always have the cool stuff. <laughs> All right. I'm like a six-year-old on vacation. But nothing close to the um, entrance, well, I guess, yeah, I guess the entrance of the secret door to indicate anything that could reopen the door from the other side once our hour is up. You want to make a, are you going on the other side to like do an investigation check, that kind of thing? Yes. Sure. Uh, That is nine. A nine? You don't find anything that seems as if uh, it could do that. Nope. A bunch of torch brackets on a wall and a staircase about 30 feet ahead. Cool. Well, we have a great track record with torch brackets, so put the pin in that. Do Um, any of them come loose? I I feel like maybe while we're heading down, we could give them a a test. That may beg the question, though, what's stopping them from activating a trap? Well, that's it. If we have an hour, she says from the hallway going up the, uh, the mine shaft outside of the fireball room. Where, why are, are you leaving, Lenara? One's going burned down this twice way. shy. Fair. <laughs> uh, but also, I, I can't see any way to reopen the door from here, so it looks like we're on a time limit. Best we could do is jam it if we can't figure it out. Uh, Slash will produce one of the buckets he got Aha. from Otto and, and stick it in the space where the, the door would clearly come down. I know it's a wood bucket. It's likely going to splinter anyway, but... I needed some use for this bucket. We make use for this bucket. We got so use many uses bucket. for the bucket. To clear up this inventory. It's empty. Multi- has so much potential. That's it. Multi-purpose tool right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we're putting a bucket to block uh, the door. Nailed. And we're all moving forward and tugging on all the torch brackets as we go. That seems like the plan for now. Yeah. Um. Do we want to have someone keeping an eye out for traps along the way? Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a silly question. Um, I'm taking point and shining the bullseye lantern first, so maybe it's probably prudent that I look out for traps then. Go for it. Okay, so Looster will look out for traps. Cool. As you guys head towards that stairway then and... Uh, Start tugging on all the uh, the torch brackets, see if anything happens. Sure enough, when uh, you kind of give a little yoink to the third torch bracket on the right, it gives way a little bit. Seems to be a lever that you activate, and there's a loud thud as the secret door slams shut behind you. How is the bucket? <laughs> bucket smashes into splinters it's jammed uh for a sec or two you know like an elevator uh trying to close just making a really loud buzzing sound the entire time <laughs> it's relevant because that totally happened to me and colin on the way up here the yeah that elevator haunted that elevator gave us quite the hard time but yeah yeah it maybe stops uh, it slows it down for a, a split second but the door closes and your bucket is smashed you're now down to what 18 buckets something like that <laughs> something like that nothing of value was lost <laughs> uh, merlin had a couple so 
We're almost out of buckets. I only have five left. Collect the toothpicks, and we shall move on and note the hopefully exit torch. Would it be worth pulling it again? See if it's just like a little on-off switch? Sure. Boop. Nothing happens. All right, let's go. It'll probably work in an hour is what I'm thinking. Or maybe some of the other ones, or maybe a specific one. Or regardless, if you start chugging or pulling at these, I'm going to lay on the floor, ideally down those stairs. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Well, I mean, at least we figured something out here. It's more information, but I guess nowhere to go but forward now. Forward and downward. Uh, like I said, only wide enough for single file at this point. Sounds like Looster's in the lead. What's the rest of the marching order? Who's um, in the back? Uh, I'll bring up the rear in case anything comes from behind. Okay. What's the middle look like? Uh, I would think that Lenara has better range than Slash and uh, wants to make sure <laughs> Tess doesn't backstab Slash. So uh, I think it'll be from the back. Uh, Tess, Lenara, Slash, Lustra, if that works for everybody. That works, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. She puts her spear away. <laughs> Five feet between Slash and Tess. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bullseye Lantern leading the way. Unfortunately, the light doesn't turn green to indicate any riches nearby. Yet. Uh and it shines downwards for as far as you can see. This is quite the long staircase. Once you're about uh, 15, 20 feet down, detect magic, I'll say, still going at this point. And you do detect some magic, uh, like one of the stairs itself. Uh, it looks magical. You probably like flash the lantern on it. And the same rune that was in that ceiling... Uh, is on one of these stairs. Oh! Lenara will gladly point that out to everybody. What are the odds that it's another fireball? All right, avoid this one. Okay. More likely a lightning bolt. However, uh, the sentiment remains. Wow. Well, fire does go around corners, and if we're in a weird staircase... Anywho, let's not find out. just hopping over the stair. Uh, Well, hold on, hold on. Uh, I got to go first. But to mark this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take one of the mining axes that I have. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to, you know, take a few swings at just above the tread that's marked on the wall. Just to kind of mark that, hey, dodge this one kind of thing. Just to mark, say, hey, it's there so everyone can see it. I like it. So not not hitting, not messing with the stair itself, just the wall yeah. right next to it. Correct. Yeah, good call. Good call. The wall's a mimic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. Damn it. Damn it. Opportunity lost. Hey, it's okay. The next room is all yours. Well, <laughs> you guys make your way down. Are you sure you don't want to turn around? Maybe just... I mean, you can step on the stair. We could hit it with a hammer. Ooh, I mean, the last time we exposed one of those runes, it opened a secret door. You know what we could do? We could tie something on a string above it, start burning that string, and get a good distance and see if whatever falls is enough pressure to activate it. I mean... But also, it could be something that collapses the whole cavern. I think we should let sleeping dogs lie and just continue, please. I tried. I tried. (laughs) (laughs) 
No secret door leading to a giant treasure for you guys, I guess. <laughs> the real treasure. <laughs> the real treasure was the lack of friendship we found all along. <laughs> I think it's Tash actually and Slash just have that co- like cornered entirely. It opens a door with a portal to the second floor of You know what? That's it. I'm going back and I'm seven. I'm going to do an Irish dance on that step. Damn it. I really need to. uh, We need to compare notes someday, Colin. (laughs) Got some good ideas over there. That's the thing. He Colin reads Justin's. Justin needs to read Colin's. It's only fair. The staircase goes down about a hundred feet. Uh, at the bottom of this staircase is a big old spiked barricade that you could easily just kind of climb over uh, had you like fallen in any oh. way down these stairs. This spiked barricade at the bottom would hurt quite a bit, quite a bit, but coming down at a casual pace, just sauntering your way down these steps. Yeah, obviously. You oh, yeah. folks. Managed to just climb right over that barricade. Ten feet beyond the spike barricade is this big, sturdy, locked iron door. And as the uh, detect magic kind of fades, I mean, you really don't even need the detect magic, honestly, to notice very clearly that same rune you've seen twice now. Like this big old version is carved right into this massive iron door. Ah, oh, so many. Slash produces the set of keys that he still got from earlier in the dungeon. Ooh. Perhaps one of these may unlock it. However, I'm somewhat hesitant looking at that glyph, that seal, that rune on the door. Ooh. I bet the you this. <laughs> I bet you have the slash, Lenara says, hiding behind that barrier. <laughs> yeah is is there any sort of um, key looking, like keyhole looking mechanism there, or is it more just like a push door? There is a keyhole uh, and uh, and a handle. Looks like a pull door from your perspective. Okay. As Justin nervously looks at David, making right. sure he got his turn <laughs> for confirmation. <laughs> hey, Looster doesn't know doors. Okay. <laughs> But if he did... Okay, it's an outswing door. Fine. God. (laughs) Thank you, Dave. (laughs) Accuracy here. So, I guess... Do we want to have uh, some of us head back up the stairs? Or do we want to take cover behind the spiky wall? Just in case things go awry. How close is this door? About 10 feet away. 10 feet away from the bottom of the stair... Or 10 feet away from... uh, uh, the spiked barricade. So it's like at the the bottom of the stairs, there's a spiked barricade, which essentially takes up like a five foot square, and there's mm-hmm. ten feet between it and the door. Okay. If we still had the folding boat, <laughs> <laughs> also ten by ten in this section as well. So it like kind of opens up a little bit more uh, once you get to the bottom of the stairs. Just the stairs themselves that were five feet across. I'm wondering if it might be prudent to see if we can try and set it off from a distance. So I'm wondering if we all go on the far side of the... Can we see the door from beyond the barricade? Like, if we were behind... Yep. So I'm wondering if we go up a few steps, I'll shoot the door with my bow and see if that activates the trap. Well, I mean, it's worth a shot. And if the trap is something that sends us flying towards those spikes, at least we have less distance to fall. Mm -hmm. 
Slash smirks and he goes, Tess, you said it's worth a shot to the ranger. Was that wordplay coming from you? Was what wordplay? <laughs> she just like blinks a couple of times. <laughs> Slash shakes his head. No, I gave you too much credit. So uh, ideally we would all line up on the staircase and I would shoot it from the staircase kind of thing. Yes, that I mean... The more distance away from the door, and if it happens to set it off, I would rather have more distance than not enough. All right. um, Yeah, I'm I'm just worried. I'm worried about a lightning bolt. It just seems like such a kill zone right here. Yeah, but if if I'm activating the door trap, there's that 10-foot barricade between us and the door. So why would the door shoot up the staircase? Wouldn't it just hit the barricade? You know what? You're right. Um... That said, I mean, I'm... it is 10 foot wide, so you could maybe step to the side if it is a lightning bolt. Oh, no, it's it's fine. I'll, uh, I would suggest that we all hold on to a torch bracket just in case. Uh, I'm just eyeballing those spikes and hoping that they are not going to be our friends soon. Are the spikes on the barricade like, like metal or are they something that I, we could break so that way if we did happen to run face first into them they wouldn't hurt as much they look pretty sturdy yeah it's like those big uh barricades like those x-shaped barricades that like they put in the sand and uh, on d-day kind oh, of thing. tank traps yeah oh like cal- uh, traps yeah are like tank big old traps. yeah to metal x right there pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah. do we have any corpses on us to throw on the end <laughs> <laughs> no they're growing carrots we've been ah, over this ah god damn it where's peter and beth <laughs> get in the five foot uh stairway and do that like push her feet and hands against the walls ready for uh the stairs to to turn into a ramp exactly brace yourself as best as you can yeah or or to also use it as a ground when she gets hit by lightning uh tess will hold on to one of the torch brackets torch brackets were just in that hallway sorry yeah beginning right now on the staircase no torch brackets but you we use can all kind of brace yourself it's the same marching order right now I with Lustra so, yeah. in the lead, and mm-hmm. you're going to fire an arrow at the door. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the dodge action. Okay. <laughs> uh, here, Slash, can you just hold the bullseye lantern while I take this shot? Uh, yep, he holds the lantern. Okay, and I'm going to and I'm gonna take a shot at the door. Take a shot at my locked door. I love it. I love oh. it. Nothing. You can tell that... I'm playing with a bunch of experienced D&D players. So a lot of people would just be like, oh, a door, open it. But you guys are like, oh my god, a door. <laughs> Doors are the bane of every adventuring party. <laughs> Everyone. A door with a rune we've seen at least once that's a dick. Awesome. Watch it just be divination and have it just like, <laughs> it's the divination room. This is the dwarven people is what's going on. <laughs> you shoot an arrow at the door connects and the moment that that arrow tip brushes against the iron of the door the rune like flares awake and you hear a loud and a thud a boom and your arrow gets like knocked back into the air Hmm. okay does the rune dim or anything like does it discharge kind of like the fireball room previous the rune kind of like flares alive for just a moment. There's this 
burst of a burst of uh, like force energy throws the arrow backwards, and then the rune stops glowing. Ooh, okay, okay. It's sort of like a um, dwarven bouncer. Fantastic. Hey, Lustra, that door in you, your twins, it does force damage. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes it doesn't hurt things. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, did that sneak out? My apologies. (laughs) It's a brain thing from earlier. Well, all right. I mean, if the runes are the same, we have an hour here as well. Slash, feeling a little bit more confident, uh, produces the uh, keychain that he has with the keys from upstairs and is going to use one of the keys that he knows um, uh, hasn't worked on one of the doors upstairs and, and, and try it in the lock. Here, can I get let, that bullseye lantern back? Yeah. Lenara <laughs> has not uh, let herself down from the wall and said, the first one was an hour Let's not take chances on it being the second. Lustra, you must have another arrow you can do that with. Yes, I do. Okay, here, take the lantern back. (laughs) I'm going to take another shot at it and see if it goes off again. Double tap, baby. The exact same thing happens. The rune flares alive, Mm. a loud boom, and the arrow clatters against the rock walls. She lets herself down off the walls, sits down, Offers to hold the lantern and goes, feel free to proceed, key uh, holders. Slash sort of grits his teeth. It's times like this where I wish I knew Mage Hand. Hmm. Next level. I took Sacred <laughs> Flame, my bad. <laughs> I wonder. Um, We have that, like, ornate mace or whatever that we got from upstairs, yeah? Mm-hmm. I just want to see if if bringing that close to it, not touching it or anything, bringing it close to it does anything to the rune. Does it react in any way? Nope. No? Okay. I have a spear, which is basically a long stick. Linara has a vial full of sticky mimic goo. It's my goo. All right, never mind. Don't let me have fun with plans. (laughs) She'll produce that with uh, a little bit of skin when she cut it off her hand before one of the short rests we had. Slash is sort of just going to shake his head. <sighs> no, I I can do this. I can do this. Wait, take off your prosthetic and hold, and Mr. Potato Head it so you have some distance. <laughs> he does exactly that. <laughs> Picks up the key, puts it in the hand, takes off his prosthetic, and like gingerly tries to, to operation the key into the keyhole. <laughs> I've been hoping for this for 30 fucking episodes. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Give me a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. <laughs> Am I actually good at that? Oh, baby. That's a 23. Ooh. Ooh. What are you doing with your arm on your off time? <laughs> Ooh. You... <laughs> You take your arm off, put the key in the hand, and <laughs> such a funny image, and then stretch your other arm out. <laughs> Try to wriggle that key into the keyhole, and you hear a little click as you seem to have unlocked the door with a high enough, with a sleight of hand that high. I mean, it's it's perfect. The prosthetic doesn't brush up against any part of the door. It's just right into that keyhole. Perfect. And a little click. You're confident it's unlocked. Now All right. what? 
Slash will retract his own arm, fast, like, like, pin the prosthetic onto his shoulder with his chin, you know, strap it all together, make sure it's working again. Okay. I believe we're all right to enter. Lenara will give you a one-handed applause check with a, ooh, 20 performance. Nice. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Slash is gonna approach the door, grip the knob, and turn and pull. Give me a strength saving throw as the rune lights back up, flares up. Fuck! And you hear that now familiar boom echo through this chamber. Strength save. No shit. 13? 13 is not enough. <sighs> Slash and his prosthetic arm go flying. You get knocked 10 feet back directly into that big old spiked barricade. Oh, shit. You take a measly little three points of piercing damage. Okay. Okay. And the force of uh, that rune activating like kind of swings this big iron door open now that it's unlocked. Okay. So <sighs> you, you solved the door puzzle. You took a little damage, but the door is open. <laughs> what dwarven engineer only wants their door to be opened by r- pulling on the key? It's either the one who failed class or the one who's making all the money out of making new keys. Or he just wants to incentivize his uh, workers not to get flabby. That's fair, too. You know, just like, flex real hard. Yes. <laughs> Put the key in the lock. I'm the tough and then, dwarf. And, and then fall on these spikes. <laughs> Perhaps they're encouraging flab to protect against such spikes. Ooh. I don't pretend to understand dwarven drinking habits, but... How did no. yours help, Salash? Salash, <laughs> just stone face. When <laughs> 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 I chuckles. All right, so I take the bullseye lantern and continue same marching order through the threshold of this continue now open door. Through the threshold, huh? You might not because you can already see what's beyond, so I'll <laughs> let you as each individual decide if you're walking through or not. Beyond this iron door with that strange rune on it that you still haven't quite figured out. But beyond, you see a massive circular chamber it's about 40 feet in diameter 60 feet tall so this room is shaped like a big tall cylinder the walls and the floors of this room are tiled and they're polished this is the first room you've found so far that doesn't just look like a rocky cave this is a finished room and directly in the middle of the room There's this square-shaped golden pedestal that is set into the floor of the room itself, about five by five. On top of that pedestal is a crystal box, and inside that crystal box, you see a set of bagpipes resting (laughs) on top of the pedestal. And as you open the door... Tess, your elven ears can hear the very distant sound of bagpipes warming up. It's like buzzing of bees almost sound. Bagpipes warming up. Tess, you're the only one 
who can hear this, but although only Tess can hear it, all of you can see what happens next. As the door is opened, the ghostly spectral figure of a dwarf this rises up through the floor of the room. This dwarven ghost is dressed in a plaid kilt. He's wearing a military jacket, fully decorated with medals. His beard reaches down past his knees, and that same beard is draped over the set of ghostly bagpipes that he's holding in his hands. He's holding a ghostly version of the exact same bagpipes that are in that crystal case. And then he kind of clears his throat and starts to play a lively dwarven bagpipe reel that's really loud. And all of you can hear this bagpipe music now. And all of you need to roll initiative. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> We're fighting some dwarves, baby. We'll avenge Tony's brethren. Colin, how'd you do? Uh, I got a seven. Miles? Fourteen. Adam? Eighteen. David? I, too, got an eighteen. Ooh. You guys are equal decks still? or I believe so. Yes, we are. Your support, so I feel like I'll go first. I like that. Now, I need all of you to roll me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, shit. As this dwarven bagpipe reel really starts to liven up, you can kind of feel it in your feet and your legs, the desire to just break into... Some traditional square dancing. Or oh, no. Some, some Highland dancing. I was about to say, square is not... Yeah, not the same thing. <laughs> Sorry. The, t- the, the desire to dance the tango overcomes you. Ooh, it's a salsa. salsa. <laughs> yeah, Tess just, like, grabs both of her ears and, like, oh, no, people like this. Why do I want a Polish folk dance? <laughs> uh, Tess it's and the tattoo Lynn- all over again. Uh, Tess and Lenara, you both have advantage. Oh, right. Oh, charm is effects. It, is it a charm thing, or is it an elven thing <laughs> against dwarven music? <laughs> you know what? Both. Oh, thank you, advantage. What'd you get? I got a flat 16. Colin, what'd you get on the with save? 21. I don't like your music, dwarf. Miles? 17. 17 from Slash. And 18 from me. I've been rolling well so far. Oh, my goodness. These are good rolls. These are good rolls. All right. So we'll start with Lustra, top of the turn order. You're overcome with this desire to just start dancing to this bagpipe reel. It's, It's a cadence to arms. It's great. It's lively. It's tempting, Lustra. It's tempting. Mm -hmm. But you managed to fight back the desire to just start dancing to this. Is there anything in particular you think Lustra would do on his turn? So this guy starts playing bagpipes. I don't know. Do I get the feel of malice from this ghostly dwarf? Uh, You can make an insight check. Yeah, sure. We can go and do that. 
Oh, woof, that's a four. <laughs> yeah, you like kind of spend your turn trying to figure out what this dwarf's intentions are, I guess. <laughs> it's bagpipes. Nobody understands. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that because I'm Scottish. <laughs> You're not sure what the intention is. The intention is bagpipes. Yeah, bagpipe music. So I'm just going to kind of cock my head and kind of shine the bullseye lantern a bit more clearly on him to get a better picture, but... Pretty catchy, though, huh? Yeah. Ooh. Fair enough. Linara, as you heard this beautiful, beautiful melody, you become overcome with the desire to join in in a... Highland Dance? What's the name of the thing? Is it just a yep. Highland Dance? Yep. Highland, yep. Dance. Yep. Yep. Highland Dance, Highland Jig. Uh, Highland Dancing. Well, Lenara bursts into a jig and takes her a full movement to jig herself into the room, and she starts dancing upward. She begins to float and rise 30 feet into the air, 30 feet up into this big, tall, cylindrical-shaped room. Are we going full Willy Wonka right now? At, Except bagpipes? At the end of your turn, Lenora, feel free to make a wisdom-saving throw. Can I also make a performance one to see how good I dance? <laughs> if you like, sure. I would love to. That's why I asked and bothered you with it. All right, pink one's the dance. Oh, dance is natural 20 for 25. Pretty impressive. Uh, Very impressive. And then I should have did it the other way because uh, a uh, 10 for the wisdom saving throw. There is uh, a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of like kicks. Don't they like oh. jump up and then like kick their feet to above their heads? Isn't that no. one of the moves? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. A lot of that He's, going on. And every kick like just like takes her a couple feet higher yeah absolutely ah. she gets to that 30 foot mark and just starts twerking the word juicy oh <laughs> I, I i don't think it's highland dance but it's your world so i'm down for it <laughs> hey it, it's new art man you're a trendsetter well you're high above the land that's why it's highland somewhere you hear oh, in a dwarven okay. voice <laughs> dj Kali just jump in uh, but what was the wisdom save? Ten? Uh, ten. Boy, oh boy, are you dancing still. Oh, no. Boy, oh boy, do you keep on dancing. <gasps> Slash, that brings it to you. You're also standing, you know, at the, the entrance the in the other room still, the one with the uh, spike barricade. Yep. You hear all this, have fought away the desire to dance, but Lenora's now in the room floating 30 feet above what's... What's the game plan here? There's a ghostly dwarf playing bagpipes in the middle of the room. Well, there'll be none of that. And he's going to cast silence. <laughs> oh. On? On on the bagpipes. on on In the 20-foot cube surrounding the crystal chest. And subsequently, I would presume, the ghostly figure. Ooh. Fancy. Ooh. What, uh... Someone read silence to me. Um, no sound can be created within or passed through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on the point you choose within range. Any creature or object entirely inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage, and creatures are deafened while entirely inside it. Casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible here. Wowzers. Wowzers. 
I like it, Slash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just the verbal components are like, I don't feel like dancing when these bagpipes start to play. <laughs> no, da, 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 da. No. You cast silence directly on this ghostly dwarf. Lenara, you immediately kind of come back to your senses. You're going to take 12 points of falling damage. Mm, yeah, makes sense. Oof. Oof, that's a good fall. Land right on the juicy. Uh, I was a m- <laughs> in the middle of a kick. Mid-twerk. <laughs> The room goes silent. You see the ghostly figure uh, gets a very angry look on his face, scowls in Slash's direction. And you can tell, like, his lips are moving. He's cursing up a storm. (laughs) Uh, But you can't hear a damn thing he says. And he silently... Floats his way back downwards and through the floor and goes away. Everyone's out of initiative. You solved it. You can take inspiration. I thank Slash for dealing with that so effectively. Hell yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And there we are with a bruised Lenara ass and a golden pedestal right in the middle of this room. No other exits appear visible here what's the plan now well i can keep this silent spell up for 10 minutes the real question is do we approach the dais in front of us under the confines of the silent spell or do i drop it and perchance have the rude dwarf return lenar just points at her ears and doesn't hear a fucking thing (laughs) just like seeing his lips flapping and just like he well, could be she, talking himself up. He could be. She just closes her eyes, lays on the floor, and despite all the injuries, basks in the silence for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, is there anything we will need to communicate in that room? It seems relatively straightforward. There's a crystal chest, and like it's the only thing there. Do we want to take it? Well, it's might be the thing the dwarf is haunting. So, and I don't see any other exits, so it's the only thing to interact with, it seems. Like, I mean, we could take ten minutes to look around the outskirts, but... Didn't the dwarves want to block something in and keep something in here? I'm wondering if it's this. But it seems like it was dwarven in and of itself. I suppose. Is this perhaps less a mine and more a tomb, I wonder? Uh, Slash wants to take a look around to see if there's any sort of indication that this was like a like a mausoleum or like a tomb or or something because this is very clearly something that was very you know built so this isn't something that people would mine out. Uh, is there any kind of demarcations anywhere uh, on the dais on the walls? Also, does it do these tiles seem of dwarven make or does it seem like a thing that they discovered? All right, so it sounds like uh, Tess, if you want to do. Maybe a history check to see if this is made by dwarven hands. Uh, Slash, if you want to throw investigation on the pedestal. Sure. Again, this is like this big old golden pedestal taken up like a five-foot square. Uh, and on top of the pedestal, a crystal box with a pristine set of bagpipes inside that crystal box. How do All we right. do, Tess? Uh, 16 history. 16, yeah. It looks pretty dwarven built. Absolutely. Absolutely. It seems uh, as if the intent of this room is to house these bagpipes. 
how'd investigation go? Twelve. Twelve is enough to notice as you kind of go closer to the pedestal. You can feel, uh, maybe it's because you're wearing those snakeskin sandals, but you can, <laughs> you can feel a little bit of a draft brush up against your toes as you're standing next to the pedestal. Hmm. Oh, sneaky. You will step out of a circle of silence and explain that to the group. Except for Lenara. <laughs> he will gesture towards Lenara to get out of the circle. Uh, her, her eyes are closed. She's just taking a moment. <laughs> Go on. Oh, my lord. How long does silence last? Ten minutes. Okay. Can you... It's not concentration either, eh? Uh, it sure is concentration. Oh, so you can drop it whenever you want. I sure can. Uh, Looster will take a quick, you know, buzz around the room and make sure there's no diamond or anything with the bullseye lantern. Good call. Good call. Unfortunately not, though. Okay. Well, it seems like if there's a secret door, it would be alongside or beneath the the central dais itself. I wonder if moving the bagpipes would do anything to that. It might be trapped, but the dwarf might be the trap, so... Slash will now drop the silence... Um, Lenara. Uh, yes. <laughs> Could you perchance move the pedestal? I believe there's something of a draft coming from underneath there. Um, give me a moment. She wipes blood off the corner of her mouth. On second thought, I realize that my, my pettiness is getting in the way of things. Um, <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll do it. I just want to maximize, uh, my shit. If, um, huh, if, is anybody else feeling like they drop 30 feet? <laughs> uh, not me. How about this? I'll, I'll go and move the pedestal. Thank you, Lustra. I'm, you, you healed me after the previous fight. I'm fine. Okay, I'll Do just. You? I'll, nope, I'll just go sit in the corner. Do you require healing? Oh, refine. Yes, define refine to choir. She says <laughs> as she sits on the step. Somebody right. bump their head. Yeah, she's at I'm, four out of twenty six for context. Yeah, uh, Tess is just gonna like ask for the bullseye lantern and just do the little and like. Make it a very, very thin and just like do the little like shine a light in each eye. Just give her like a thing. See if she's concussed after that sentence. Uh, she have you ever tried to do that, but on a kid or a cat? That's effectively how she's acting right now. That's your indication. I think there's something very wrong with Linara. Slash um, like almost the- pulls out a book and it's just like. There's more? <laughs> hey, 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 Lenara, Lenara, uh-huh. look at me, look mm-hmm. at me. No. Come on, come on. She, uh, she, like, puts her, her, like, thumb directly on your forehead and, like, uh-huh. pushes your head back so she, uh. so you're, like, looking directly at her. And she's like, okay, okay, look at me. Uh-huh. Look at me. Yep. You just had a bit of a tumble. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you know your, yeah, what I was, is your name? I was do you there. know what the day is? So, Lenara third day, no stiletto shit. I'm just beat up and trying to hold on to my spells. Of course you are, and I really appreciate that. You're welcome. And um, she puts down the bullseye lantern and puts her other hand just like flat against um, right beneath your sternum and connects the two chakra points and pulses healing into you. 
four, five. <sighs> okay, that's a feeling. I haven't felt that before. So a little better. Nine out of nine out of twenty-six. That hey, I more than doubled her current hit point total. Probably so you not know. kill me. Yeah, I'll just I'll just hang back, and next time somebody gets beat up, I'll make sure to heal both of us. Resources. Uh, we're in a dwarven mine. Nothing's a better indicator of holding on to resources. D- did you need any more healing? I can give you a hand there. Oh, you have potions. Everything's fine. You just sure? Make sure I don't die. Okay. Well, you'll be my first focus if you go down. Appreciate that. Okay, so... And if I'm not, I'll be dead. It's fine. <laughs> you seem very devil-may-care, Lenara. We, s- we don't know what's... If we get outside, I will heal everybody. But right now, we don't know what's going on. I'm just not going to take the lead. Well, of course, but you know you can rely on us for more than just a last-ditch <laughs> effort, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Otherwise, I wouldn't have rested while you solved this... Puzzle, I hope. I don't know if I was listening during the windy Slash thing. nods vigorously. There we go. <laughs> okay, well, uh, if you want to get the bullseye lantern a bit close to me, because I think I'm the only one that kind of really needs it in here. Oh, yes, uh, here you go. Thank you. <laughs> I open it up a bit more. Doingle. I, put... <laughs> <laughs> I, I set it down next to the pedestal, and I open it up so I can kind of see, and see the actual pedestal and see what I'm doing. And I'm going to give this pedestal a shove. Okay. Once you get uh, up next close to it, you absolutely can tell, like, the entire pedestal is on some hinges. Like, there's hinges at the bottom. It looks like the entire thing could, in fact, be tipped over, and Lustra is going to give it a try. So that's going to be a strength check from Lustra. But you know what? You really feel like you could use a cup of coffee. You're really... You're just not feeling right today, Lustra. It's weird. Could really use a cup of coffee. That strength check's going to be with disadvantage. With disadvantage? What? What? Oh, fuck me. That lying sword bastard. Oh. Uh, if that be the case, then we're looking at a four. <laughs> Doesn't budge. Lustra's going to need some help. Dynamic's going to have to be changed or some time is going to have to be spent. Pushing this thing over. Lustra, are you doing okay? Yeah, we've been sleeping in a cave on rocks. I haven't slept very well, so I'm kind of tired and not as strong as I normally am, okay? Are are you sure? Like, I mean, we had trouble with the ogre, but this seems weird. I'm I'm just going to... Can I do, like, a medicine check to see if there's something up with him? Sure. All right, we'll cut here and... arm <laughs> slash grabs his arm uh 22 his eyes are bloodshot kind of sunken into his face the color is the color in his uh face isn't uh, quite what it was you see even a few of maybe his dragon scales are, are very dry whatever signs a dragonborn shows when they're uh <laughs> extremely fatigued is essentially eyes bloodshot you know the scales are kind of turning a tarnished green as copper does when it oxidizes oh that's fucking great that's awesome take (laughs) inspiration (laughs) take inspiration i love that (laughs) biology that's fucking confounding (laughs) lustra i don't know why but i feel like pigeons are going to be 
shitting on you soon. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is that supposed to mean? That's my, that is my professional medical opinion. You're in danger of bird shit. Lucia, one second. She hands you the uh, tome of whatever the intelligence thing is. She gets you to hold the bullseye torch and just a Statue of Liberty pose. Fantastic. (laughs) All right, go on. Are you sure you're not feeling a slightly more evil? You're going from bronze to green. Wait, what? What do you mean? And you green gestures to the Looster, look into my eyes. What do you see? Uh, you see some beautiful eyes. Yeah. I see bloodshot mess. We all slept in the same place. There's something wrong with you. Uh those physically. Uh, okay. She like grabs your arm and like moves it a little bit and she's like I mean like you wouldn't have even moved before like I'm not that strong your father gave us some scrolls that he said would be of assistance and I don't know if it's because you're a mist traveler and something is and the mists are hitting you harder but there's something that's taking a lot more out of you than it is out of us I mean like I see a light when the mist when I have to look at a mist token, and it does take a lot for me to channel that. But I don't like. Yeah, I am a bit bogged down, but I don't think it's. Is it? Do I look like that much shit? Your meat is weak. Yes. <laughs> and for once, Silesh, we agree. She says in her best Silesh impression. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, I don't want my meat being weak before I see Rena. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Ew. I get this fixed. Uh, I get this fixed up. The girl's gag. She just like shows up and she's like, "Oh, Lustra, I've missed you so." It, it, it's green. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, no, uh, there were scrolls of lesser restoration in the the pouch that Lustra's father handed us in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Or maybe before we left. Anyway, it was one of those times mm-hmm. that would assist us. That would have been in the bag of holding. W- would that count? I mean, would... How's he I, feeling? I, Tess just knows, like, probably that it's more than just, like, a cure wounds would fix. So the next strong, the next strongest thing that she would know about would be those scrolls of restoration. Like... I don't know if she would know if it would work, but... Lenara just sort of, uh, as if rifling off uh, a note from a lecture, and goes, do you think it would be uh, a disease? I don't think it's blindness, deafness, paralysis, or poison. Can you see me, Lustra? Yes. (laughs) Okay, can you hear me? That was me testing, not any sort of theme song. Yeah, my senses are fine. I mean, I can't activate that scroll anyway. So, would, is it is it worth giving it a shot? I mean, there's clearly something wrong with him, and it's happened since we got into this cave. I mean, I'm willing to take your your opinion on this, so because that matters to me. So, if you guys want to fix me, and if we want to use a, a scroll, I'm more than willing to use that because I am feeling a bit run down. I don't know why, but I am feeling run down. The big thing, as um, I think our uh, most divine spellcaster uh, at the moment, is if that will actually cure him of what's going on. And hopefully, 
If it doesn't cure him, the residual curing of a scroll of greater restoration will... Well, I don't think we have something that powerful, make but you know. Fit. Oh, sorry, yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Again, head and floor. <laughs> lesser restoration. Uh, yeah, a scroll of uh, lesser restoration, if my concern is if it doesn't cure him of that. Brightside might be a curism of something else, perhaps the uh, terrible night's sleep or, you know, our buddy dancing into the mists. Hopefully there's a better benefit if uh, it doesn't cure what we're trying. So if you would like, I will uh, attempt to use it. Yes, well, I mean, there's clearly something wrong with him, and I mean there was something wrong with all of us before all of this happened, so... Uh, She goes over to Lustra, and I suppose she's got the bag of holding now. So she starts to reach into the bag of holding. Oh, get the other prosthetic arm out. No, instead of doing... Uh, Can you please back away before you get something out of that bag? Uh, Sure. Uh, Thank you. uh, (laughs) Swings the bag to her back, and instead of reaching for a scroll, she casts Lesser Restoration on uh, Lustra from her spell list. What? What? Okay. (laughs) Point is... Point. You you just had that in your back pocket this whole time? I've had a lot of things in my back pocket. We've just unfortunately been beat to shit that I can't play these things. I guess I've just been so distracted by Juicy that I never looked at your back pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so we're casting Lesser Restoration on, on Lustra. On Lustra. That uh, you're washed with Radiance Lustra. Uh, whatever the hell is going on with you. Is not fixed at all. Uh, do you have any stress? What's your stress at? Oh, uh, one. You have zero stress now. No. Oh. oh. Oh shit! As one hand caresses his uh, uh, cheek, <laughs> the other hand just like grabs the other side of his face, and she just pulls him in and like starts looking at him and seeing how that has changed him, and goes, "Well, don't think it's clean the bloodshot eyes, but those uh, shoulders have a little less tension." I'm definitely relaxed. Uh, I definitely feel a lot better. Still feel a bit tired and a bit dragged down, but I'm relaxed, though. <laughs> Thank you, Lenara. I definitely appreciate that. You're welcome. And uh, definitely return that favor. Like you said, when I'm near dead, make me less near dead. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, can't, I can't leave a debt unrepaid. I, and I tap her on the shoulder and you heal for 10 holy crap on a stick Aww, i cast isn't, cure wounds isn't Aww. that nice what a beautiful little moment yeah. Aww. a beautiful beautiful little moment you heal lenar up a little bit looser gets less stress and as lenar's hand brushes up close to that bag of holding you hear this little nursery rhyme play throughout the room, but it's with, uh, it's backed by bagpipe music this <laughs> time. Oh, oh fuck me. <laughs> tie your bag up. Double tight, or else the bagman comes at night. Oh, it's the bagman. <laughs> we'll find out if he's here or not next week. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Bloody fuck. Of course you mentioned the time at the start. (laughs) 